Welcome to another tale from George's Pocketbook. George is a frontline UK response officer dedicated to fighting crime, resolving family disputes in minutes that take years to break down and getting in the faces of the social underclass. All events are real, the names of places have been changed to protect the innocent, not so innocent, and plain stupid. George remembers quite vividly his days of being tutored on shift. It was a great time for him, it was his first foray into real police work. As a very wet behind the ears probationer, he experienced confrontation on an unprecedented scale, had a taste of man's inhumanity to man, and witnessed the social degradation that goes hand in hand with some of the more colourful characters police officers meet in their daily lives. And he loved it. His tutor was a silver-haired old-school copper called Bill. George had no idea how old he was, only that he was more than likely in his early 40s, although the lines in his face no doubt belied his real age. George knew he'd been around since the miners' strike, and that he'd seen big changes in the criminal justice system, as well as policing in the UK change forever. Bill had been a beat officer all of his working life, spent some of his time as a school's liaison officer, and then became a tutor. He used to swing the lamp, furnishing George with tales, most of them touched with some sort of wisdom in an effort to highlight where he had perhaps gone wrong or needed some development. Bill was old school. His younger shift colleagues regarded him as a dinosaur and a bit out of touch, but he had more policing skills in his left little finger than most of them could muster collectively. George had the utmost respect for Bill and his time with him has stayed with him. He taught him patience and how to use his communication skills to their full advantage. Who wants to fight when we can just talk, Bill used to ask. George has witnessed firsthand the silver fox outsmart drunks and druggies more than once, even talking them into their own handcuffs. At six foot two, Bill was no lightweight and could handle himself, but he often said he wanted to go home at the end of the shift, not casualty. Some years later and George finds himself in Bill's boots. He's tutoring and for the most part he loves it. He meets the new young guns and forms bonds with them. He's genuinely interested in seeing how they develop and likes to be the one to give them their handshake when they reach confirmation. It means a lot to him. So what about Bill? Well, he's still about. His silver hair's now white and he has a little desk job that keeps him out of the front line. He and George do catch up every now and then and a while ago he came up to George's office and asked to speak to him. George, he said, I haven't got much use for this now, and I'd like you to have it. Bill handed him a small silver key. It was well worn and a bit bent at one end. It's a key to all the park gates in the area, he muttered. It was a special moment. George didn't know how long Bill had had it, or even if it still worked, but he took it and he thanked him. Of all the probationers Bill had taught, George felt touched that he had chosen him to pass it to. Perhaps it is because Bill saw a little of himself in George, or perhaps just that he was now a tutor. George really didn't know. For the record, the key doesn't work. George tried it one night after a group of lads had decamped from a stolen vehicle and made off over the railings into a park. He didn't curse Bill. He knew it probably wouldn't work, given that the council changed the locks on all park gates every five years. He just placed it back onto his keychain, and when his probationer asked why he wanted to keep it, because it clearly didn't work, he replied, It's more than just a key. 
before pulling himself up over the fence. Besides, he continued, I need to hand it down to somebody at some point. I've just got to find the right person. Mm-hmm.